Your attention, please. Welcome to another episode of Yap Chicago. And we appreciate you hitting play on wherever it is that you get your podcast. You can follow the show on Twitter at Yap Chicago underscore or on Instagram at Yap Chicago. You can also call us and leave a message 312-985-6006. As always, this episode is brought to you by Tribe Coffee Co. Early mornings, afternoon pick-me-ups, evenings. They have whatever kind of cafecito you want, including the Café de Oya Cold Brew. Now available. Visit tribecoffeecode.com Enter promo code YAPSHY for 10% off. I'm your host, Edgar Perez. Lee's on the mic. What it do, baby? Oh, you know what that means. The weekend is getting started. True. Yeah. But to be fair, I, I, I don't want to drink. Because you're dead. At all. Man, it's, it's fucking... It's 8.28 p.m. And you're still hungover. On a Thursday. <laughs> I went to the White Sox game last night. Uh, Wednesday, how, how was it? Wednesday night against the Angels. It was great. I didn't get to see an Otani bomb. Good game. It was a good game. I won my uh, Angels money line bet, so I'm happy about that. Fucker. But it was a good time. It was me, my brother, the other Alicio, and T Bone. Which I don't think you've ever. I don't think you've ever met him. I don't think so. No, he's a uh, Alicio's nephew, but uh, he's a cool dude. We all went, had a good time, had way too much to drink. Fucking up, man. But it was a nice night, man. It was like it, it was. So I'm guessing like the drinks just kept flowing. It know? felt good. It got to the point like I don't know about you, but whenever I wear like a hat for too long throughout the day, it gets I get sweaty and get the sweaty forehead, right? The sweaty brim. I'm, I'm I run hot. I'm a hot guy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> it it was a nice like cool evening, and it was perfect. Like, I I didn't sweat like I didn't sweat up my hat. I was I was in, it's like I was in shorts. I was wearing jeans. It was a really comfortable night. So like the evening. Was it felt great? The game was good, and we just we just kept boozing. And uh, what did you guys drink? What was your what was your drink of choice while you guys were at the game? Uh, mainly three one twos and Modelos. I do judge people by what they drink. Three one twos and Modelos. That's why I would never make it as a bartender because if, <laughs> if a guy came up to me and was like, "Can I have a martini?" I'd be like, "Here's a Miller Lite, so you don't look like a bitch." Well, like, that's <laughs> really because you don't know how to make a. A proper martini. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to go through the effort of that. So uh, so here's a beer. Here's a Jack and Coke. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one I could record really mix. So here you go. No, yeah, we had uh, 312s and Modelos most of the night. My brother did drink a Budweiser, which I thought was weird. But uh, he said that. He's getting to that age. No, he, he fucked up the order. Because I guess he, he ordered it through the, the the ballpark app. Okay. Yeah. And he had ordered a Bud Light and they, they brought him a, a, a Bud Budweiser. Heavy. Yeah. yeah. So, But yeah, I got we, we went out afterwards too. More beers and uh, yeah, I, I can't bounce back as quick as I used to back in the day. I'm getting old. We're, man. we're old, man. We're old men here. And happy birthday! Your birthday's coming up. Uh, thank you, sir. That was not for public consumption, <laughs> but I appreciate it. No, it's just I don't know. I have a weird thing about my birthday. So do I. So. I don't like to celebrate my birthday. It but, sounds weird. But we're going to. Are we though? I mean, more importantly, the Bears play on Sunday. That's true. Exactly. We and just... <laughs> I, I actually want to take this time out. It's a somber moment, but I do want to apologize to the Bears fans over something that I sent a text to you about earlier. Oh. Um, if oh. Justin Fields does not start this weekend, it's actually my fault. Um, <laughs> when I was coming home from the gym today, 
I actually, no, I can't flex. I'm tired. (laughs) Uh, When I was coming home from the gym today, I did see Andy Dalton in his uh, Ah, souped up up Volvo S60. Volvo S60. You know, uh, a a whopping 39,000, brand new, brand new. But, you know, he got a certified pre-owned, cost efficient. So I was I was uh, coming back home and I turn turn to my right and I'm just like, hey man, that guy's beard is f- fucking you know nice. He has a fucking big ass r- red mustache. I'm like, like that, that fade clean as fuck. I'm, I'm just like, what the fuck? I've seen that. Before. And then I take a I do a double take. And I'm just like, that's fucking Andy Dalton. And I think he noticed me noticing him. I know, yeah, whatever. True. Pause. Um, True. Because he started to roll up a little bit. So you can get a better look? Or? No, no. He, he he rolled up so that I could stop looking at him. Ah, uh, I get you. And I did the dickhead move, and I rolled up, and I was like, <laughs> Andy Dalton? <laughs> and he just he just did the head nod thing. He y'all just turned were, around. Y'all were windows down? Windows he, down? He, 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 had his, he had his window cracked, so that's the reason I yelled out. Ah, uh, okay. So I, I put my window down. I was like, Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton? And Is that you? It was funny as shit because he he just turns and does like the fucking weird head nod thing. Yeah, and then i i had the I had the name Justin like coming out of my mouth, and then he fucking <laughs> turned onto the expressway. But I should have taken that time to fucking crash into him, shoot him in the fucking leg or something, oh, so that no, he wouldn't no, have no, to. No. We don't want that. We don't want that. He's gonna get benched anyway. You're just saying that for legal reasons. I mean, yes, but we do your... not condone violence or attacking anyone for any reason. Uh, but yeah, Andy Dalton will eventually be benched by, especially, hopefully, by Matt Nagy. <laughs> especially, did you see those routes that they were showing that the wide receivers ran? It was an ugly game on on Sunday night. It was a, a bad week one for the Bears, which we all kind of expected. Uh, I didn't expect that level of game plan, mainly because of all the fucking hype and smoke they've been blowing up Andy Dalton's ass, making him sound like he's you know. Like he's going to be coming. the, not even the second coming, just like, oh, he's, he's just a, he's just a way better improvement than Nick Foles and Mr. Trubisky. Now, now this is the guy that can run my offense. I swear you just watch and because of that, we're going to make Justin Fields wait because Andy Dalton is very capable of running this offense. It was the same shit. Yeah. But you know, you know how the fucking Andy Dalton offenses go. We, we all kind of knew that it was going to be like that, but I didn't think it was going to be that bad. It, even though they scored what two touchdowns, yeah, it felt like they didn't move the ball at all, except for the beginning when uh, Montgomery was getting some good like running plays, right? Some good chunk plays, and then they were just like, "Fuck it, we're not going to run the ball anymore." Like true or false, didn't I, I actually think your brother even said that? It may have been for fantasy purposes, but it definitely was. <laughs> but he he did say that though. He was just like, "Dude, why why did they just stop completely running the ball?" And it was before they were like getting their ass kicked, you know. And that 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 also doesn't take away the blame from the defense because those defensive lapses were just they unbelievable. Were some of the most like rookie mistakes ever. And this is from a that that was your veteran backfield back there. That's that's Eddie Jackson, who you just fucking paid a shit ton of money to, now. Who just forgot how to tackle over like the fucking last fucking touch years. the person. Like yeah. he, he that would have been his easiest tackle ever. You just literally touch v- Vance yeah. Jefferson is his name or yeah. Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson, yeah. Just my for, my mouth literally dropped when I saw that play. We were watching the game over at my brother's house, and I, I couldn't I could not believe what I had just witnessed. It was fucking ridiculous. Like we even we were yelling out like, "Why is no one touching him?" Yeah, as they as ran by going. him, I was like, "Touch him, <laughs> touch him!" And then he he stood up and just ran in for the for the touchdown. Yeah, David Montgomery ran. He had sixteen carries for one hundred eight yards and a touchdown. 
Uh, I mean, you're right. I mean, that was the only touchdown, and the other one besides that was Justin Fields running it in. So, which he only learned how to do that because he was on the bench. Yeah, he wouldn't have done that if he would have started. Nope. True. We could all agree to that, right? Yeah, of course, one hundred percent. Yeah, those those the offense looked. Just, I mean, we're not going to break down this game because, I mean, we're a week after that already, and we're getting ready for week two. And we don't want to be depressed. We don't want to be that depressed. Uh, but we might be if the Bears drop another game here. Hey. And uh, that Bengals team looked pretty good. They're plucky. They're pretty good. <laughs> they were pretty good. And someone looked at me and was like, yeah, but the Vikings are trash. And I was like, uh, I don't know if they're complete trash, but I, I, I think the Bengals are just, they're not bad. They're good offensively. They may be bad on defense, but. Yeah, they're going to be a good offensive team for for the entire time that Joe Burrow is there. Yeah, you, you can tell that he just fucking knows how to run an offense. Yep. Um, Zach Taylor is their coach, and he actually said that he audibled out of the play that he chose to get the touchdown to go ahead before they went into overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he he just audibled to a fucking play action tight end option run or option uh, pass, got him easy, and it was it was one of those plays where you just like. Is that how a quarterback is supposed to work? Like, <laughs> as a Chicago Bears fan, I've never seen anything like that, but we get to see it here this weekend. Yeah, I mean, the Bears have to do more than run 10-yard routes. They played right into the hand of, of the Rams' defense. I get it. They wanted to get the ball out quick because they were afraid of that pass rush. But, I mean, even Mar- Marquise Goodwin said, who who tried out for the Olympics, was on the Olympic high jump team, mm-hmm. said that we played directly into yep. Jalen Ramsey's fucking hands. By not doing any fucking deep plays, because you're like, all right, this big motherfucker, we're gonna try to outbody him. How the fuck? Yeah, no. They, they, I mean, do a fucking slant and go route something so that you can slant. Echoes just picked up. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he heard me say "ango" and he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, why aren't you fucking putting? Murky's Goodwin is only in the league because of his speed. Why the fuck are you not putting him yep. on any type of routes where they're vertical? Yep. He should be stretching the field. Darnell Mooney, give him time to run some routes. Play action, something. Allen Robinson. I mean, at this rate, you're going to waste another year of Allen Robinson. His last year, probably, as a bear, if nothing happens. More than likely. Unless Justin Fields comes in early and he's just like, I like catching balls from him. I mean. It can happen. It can. But do you think there's a possibility that they make a, they can make the change against the Bengals? Because the amount of shit that they were, that even the coaches seem frustrating. They they interviewed. Wait, no, fucking Andy Dalton's revenge game, bro. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I, I know we played up the revenge game narrative, but uh, shit. Do you really expect a revenge game? No. All of a sudden, him to not throw for a thirty-four quarterback rating, and and in today's league, how do you not throw for fucking over two hundred and whatever yards? You're just saying that I'm because so you mad. had the, you had the over. Yes. <laughs> Yes, because I was like, you know what? It's the year fucking 2021. This guy supposedly knows how to run Matt Nagy's offense. The over-under line when I got it for passing yards was 100 and... I'm sorry. It was 200 and what? 211 and a half. I need 212 yards. And I was like, aha, that's that, that's funny. And before game time, I, I checked it again. It got bet down. <laughs> it got bet down to 207 and a half. And, and it still, still went under. Hit. 206 yards passing. Oh, I was so mad. I was really hoping in garbage time. I was like, all right, can I, at, least, at least give me this. At least give me this win here. It doesn't make sense. I think what the Bears are the only team without a 4,000 yard passer in a season, which we're not. We're probably not going to get it this year because of the split time between Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. 
more than likely. That's that's just terrible. This is t- embarrassing, man. In in today's no in today's intended. offense. Waka, the Bears. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah. Where's the checkout when you need him? Um, that's fucking embarrassing. And it's not it's not acceptable. It's a two hundred and six yards passing. And you have garbage time. Yeah. The and enti- you were getting blown out. So the, like- the entire fourth quarter and like halfway through the third, you're getting blown out. So it's just gonna be nothing but passing. So what do you think about this weekend though? Do you so the Bears are a two and a half point favorite? It actually got bet down. I believe it was at three and a half. Yeah, I think it was three and a half when we saw it. Um, it's two and a half now. Who do you have? Uh, I would probably take the Bengals. Dang, with the points? Yeah. If you saw that game on Sunday night, how, what gives you any implication that the Bears can any fix type it? Of confidence can fix your secondary. That was ugly. And then you have Jamar Chase coming out here. Yeah, I was you could catch now. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't have any confidence that the Bears could write that defense that quick. I have more confidence in the Packers bouncing back. I mean, not just because they're the Packers. They're Packers and they're playing the Lions, <laughs> which they should fucking steamroll them. Monday night football. Right. But I honestly think that game against the Saints, it was a weird, like perfect storm of yeah. circumstances that like come on, do we really expect the Bear the, the Packers to get blown out like that? Week in, week out to look that ugly against that Saints offense, which Jameis threw for what five touchdowns and like a hundred and forty something yards. Right, he's efficient, bro. <laughs> and one of them was a was a deep a deep play. One, one of, of those touchdowns, and I was wondering, like, man, you take that away, how many yards did he actually have? One of them was a deep play, but then one of them was also a shovel pass. So, well, yeah. Yeah, balance out, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like that's. <laughs> I, I, I do think that the fucking Packers are going to bounce back once again, not only because they're against the Lions, but it's a, it's not a long season, but it's the fact that there's 17 games. Right. You have time to write the ship. And every team always, for the most part, has a wonky game like that where they just have it where, for whatever reason, when they punt the ball, the other team brings it to, to their side of the field every fucking time. Mm-hmm. And they just can't can't take it back. <laughs> It it did get to a point though where it kind of looked like Aaron Rodgers was just throwing like fuck it throws like <laughs> he was just like all right cool he's deep fuck it. I mean I think regular season uh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean I I haven't like dug through anything but I always get the sense of Aaron Rodgers like when he knows like the game is lost he's like look I'm not gonna out here we have a long season I'm not gonna be out here fucking trying to come back for every fucking game mm-hmm. like it's one it's one one loss who cares we're not gonna go a perfect season. Let's just mail it in. Also, maybe he knew he was getting outgunned by Jameis Winston. Let's be real. <laughs> Let's be honest. I actually think, so, last week we did the segment of the two games to pick. Yeah. I actually believe that's one of your games, isn't it? It is. Uh, we're going to go into that now? I think so. Let's get into it. Two games to watch. The first one for me, as you alluded to, is the Saints-Panthers. Um, I know the Panthers didn't, I talked them up. I talked about their offense on the last episode. And I know they didn't go out there and like just you know because Darnold his hair, jets. bro. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go out there and put it on the Jets, but I I still I still like that team. I still like that offense, and I, the Saints offense defense is pretty good. I just I just don't I I don't know. I, I'm brushing away whatever the fuck that was for last on week Sunday and Jameis and those five touchdowns and those hundred whatever yards. I'm just like no, that, that's no, that's too fluky I th- to actually be a thing. I think the biggest thing to look at is the fact that he didn't have any interceptions. I, th- I think that's the takeaway, not the five touchdowns. Yeah, 
the five that he's or the take zero care of the ball. That he's gonna throw it away, check down, instead of like fuck it. Damn. Well, the Saints are three and a half point favorites on the road in Carolina with a forty four and a half over under. I think I'm going with the underdog here. I'm going with the home dog. Give me the Panthers plus three and a half. Plus the points. Yeah. What's your what's your rationale? Again, to me, it's just that offense. It's the it's the the Carolina offense. It was game one, so it was game one of live action for Sam Darnold and crew. I think as the season goes on, they're gonna get more familiar with each other. Again, CMC is back. That motherfucker is back. And I think that just combination of weapons is uh, gonna be a little too much for the Saints. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey is something that. And again, Jameis is James. I just I'm sorry, I can't. I need it's, like it's in your brain that Jameis like, is Jameis. Yeah, I need, I need like five solid games from not fluky games like that last one. I need like five. Eh, I need four solid games from Jameis Winston to that makes sense to kind of like it, make a change in my mind. Obviously, not like games like last week where you're just fucking throwing seventy five percent pass completion and right. five touchdowns. But right, it, yeah, I get what you're like saying. If he throws for like I don't know two thirty to two fifty with like two two tutties. And just protected the ball. And protected the ball. Because limited his turnovers. I think that's what I was saying last week. The fact that it's a good ass fucking team. It's just the fact that you don't. Jameis is the wild card. Right. Which I was wrong on that pick because I had the Packers winning. I was <laughs> I was a little bit off. A little off. bit off. A little, a little bit off. off. I think everyone was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that's gonna be an interesting game, especially because both offenses. Um. You fuck Camaro. I think he averages a touchdown per game since he's been in the league. That's fucking nuts. Okay, without the fluky play from Jameis, right? What kind of a quarterback do you think Jameis has the capability? But where do you think he's going to fall? And it's going to be like an average, a little above average, above average, elite, above average, above like average Joe Flacco, like Joe Flacco, elite. <laughs> exactly. No, I think he's going to be above average, and the reason I say that is because of his ability to to throw the deep ball. And Sean Payton. And Sean Payton. Yeah. So. I, I think he is going to regress. Obviously, he's not going to have, once again, 75% completion percentage and five touchdowns. Yeah. But every game, because, you know, I, I hate when people do this. He's on track for 80 touchdowns this season. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Um, but are they lying? It, are they lying? It's it's the same people when, when a person hits two home runs on opening day, and it's like, he's on he's track on for 200 and whatever. <laughs> oh, come on, man. That ain't happening. Um, it, but the fact that he can throw the deep ball, the fact that he can make those tight window throws, he has the arm to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to bring him to above average. He's going to regress a bit where he's going to throw some picks and stuff that are going to be like Jameis fucking Jameis throws where you're just like, what the fuck were you doing there? <laughs> right. And I feel like that's going to what's going to regress him a bit. But there's another thing that Sean Payton did, which is really weird. He randomly injected, like kind of how Taysom Hill would do it would come in when Drew Brees was playing. He did that for Jameis Winston. He would bring in Taysom Hill. What if Sean Payton knows when Jameis Winston is going to force that throw and he's like, Taysom Hill, get your ass in there. (laughs) (laughs) And he he fucking takes him out of the place that Jameis was going to throw that pick. And he has the perfect quarterback because of it. (laughs) Like if it's a third and long. He just has that fucking third eye. Where he knows that play that's drawn up. I'm like, oh, shit. Yep. Get him out of there, fuck it. All right, if you, I'm not all right. Uh, this is this is my pick, but if you had to pick that game, you going spread? You went over under? I'm I'm going Saints. I'm I'm taking the uh, three and a half from the Saints, the minus three and a half, just because. Mm-hmm. 
I can't bet on Sam Darnold, dude. <laughs> it's, well, well it, it's kind of the same thing. Like you, you're thinking about, I can't bet on Sam on Jets Sam Darnold, right? And I'm saying, I, I, I it's hard for me to trust Tampa Bay Jameis Winston. <laughs> I get you, but e- like even when you started this portion of the segment, <laughs> you said they did not light up the Jets. That's all I had to hear. That's game one. It's enough, man. It's make or miss league. That's, that's, his, that's his fucking you know? revenge game, bro. He did get him and Robbie did connect. Exactly. Him and Robbie did connect on a bomb. Shout out my daily fantasy. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. I I don't know. I I think he also had a dumbass fumble at the red zone last week. Sam Darnold. So my thing is he he is still the same person. He's had no he's had no time to sit out and reflect he's just going to keep doing him yeah all right well that's a game to see that's uh for me that was my game one to to watch yep 12 o'clock game 12 o'clock game the saints traveling to carolina to face the panthers actually, i actually have two 12 o'clock games for myself uh I'm panthers minus i'm taking panthers plus three and a half you sir your first game first game is going to be the 49ers of san francisco against the philadelphia eagles in philly the 49ers are three-point favorites even. And I the reason I think it's interesting is because of the fact that the Eagles were actually looking good and they looked fast last week. They sure did. Uh, Jalen Hurts was a quarterback as opposed to a running back that snaps the ball. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's how he was last year, right? Right. He, he was actually fucking throwing some, some pretty decent passes. The 49ers offense looked amazing for the first two quarters against the Lions, and then they were just like, ah, fuck it. And the Lions barely, barely didn't cover. I mean, I think it depended on when you got that uh, line, man. True, cause... which we, we talked about it last week. It, yeah. Very important when you get it. I believe I had it at 7.5. I, I think it ended at 9. Yeah, if you got it if you got it early on in the week, you would you would have covered Right, the Niners would have covered. Yeah. If you if you bet it at game time, I think the line was at one point like nine and a half or nine. Yeah, yeah. Which they oh, they were nine and a half. It's brutal. <laughs> they they were up at by like what like thirty something point like thirty. Yeah, something they were points. getting destroyed. And Forty Nineers let the Lions come back to into the game. Um, but I, I just think that it's a it's a well coached team for the Forty Nineers. They have Kyle Shanahan, probably the best offensive mind in the league right now. I'm going to take the 49ers minus the three. Um, but I think it's interesting because it's two 1-0 teams. It's one team that they had those expectations in the 49ers. Everyone thought the Eagles were going to stink. So yeah. it's try to try to see if they're pretenders or not. It was kind of another way around with that week one game with the Eagles and Falcons. Like I'm surprised how bad the Falcons, the Falcons did. Yeah, yeah, that was ugly. I think yeah, they, had they had six had points. Game. Six points, yep. And everyone was talking that team up too. They were talking about possible playoff team for the Falcons. Once again, week one, got to overreact, you know? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that that's my thing. And I, I wasn't a big believer of Jalen Hurts, but he he played pretty well last week. Yeah, like there's no doubt about it. So, And the 49ers defense is pretty decent, so it's, let's see if he can do it for the second week in a row. Just how you said for Jameis, let's see if he can – be a quarterback for a second week in a row, mm-hmm. but I, I'm going to take the 49ers minus three on that game. How would you take it? Uh, I think I'd be with you there. I like the three and a half for the Niners. It's just three, even. Even, even better. Push. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I, I, I'd take the three. Yeah, you're right. I have three here written down. I don't know why. I think I'm so used to looking for the half somewhere. Uh, that and also my next game is three and a half. Uh, true, true, true. 
Well, my second game for the week will be the Cowboys visiting the Chargers. The Chargers right now are three and a half point favorites. Big, big total over under on this one. 54 and a half. A lot of points. A lot of points. But as we saw in the opening game, week one for the Cowboys, their defense stinks. And Lawrence. I know it's Tom Brady, but their their main their main uh guy that gets sex, Lawrence. He he's actually hurt broken toe. Because Lawrence broke his foot, right? Yeah. Toe foot. Toe foot. Yeah, whatever. Part of his foot. (laughs) But Dak Prescott lit up that fucking Tampa defense. And Tampa's defense is supposed to be really good. Tampa defense is supposed to be good. I mean, we all saw it. We saw we saw this version of Dak before he before he caught that cramp. Yeah. Right? And uh, everyone had the question. Then there was that whole training camp thing about his shoulder. His arm. Yeah. And uh, no, that came out through for 400 yards, three touchdowns. So he, hey, man, I'm, I'm fine. Like, that, trust me. That's going to be a fucking exciting game. Yeah, for sure. 325 kickoff for that for that game. Like I said, Chargers, three and a half point favorites. Big total of 54 and a half. I don't think it's going to go that high. I mean, normally whenever there's a high point totals here, I don't know. I feel like most of the time they don't really deliver. Mm-hmm. But, um, just like the just like my first pick, I'm going with the underdog here. I'm going. I'll take the Cowboys plus three and a half. There are three games this week with fifty four and above. Fifty four, fifty four and a half. So we're wow. parlaying the unders, huh? Hey, Cowboys, Chargers, Titans, Seahawks, and Chiefs, Ravens. Titans also another team that came out flat. Yeah, one really bad against the Cardinals. Maybe the Cardinals are better than we thought they were. But Chandler Jones had a big game. Five sacks. Five sacks. Three, five in the, sacks. three in the first quarter. Yep. Two fumbles. Um, and didn't uh, Hector and the other Alicio say that the Bears were going to beat them? When you get the Cardinals, re- yeah, that's that's going to be a yep. bad game. I'm telling you, <laughs> that day that we did that we went game by game, I landed on six six wins for the Bears. Hopefully not. But, hey, uh, if they lose this week, it's going to be even worse. Yikes. Yeah, but I agree. Un- under points for Cowboys Chargers. That's that's going to be like one of those like fantasy everyone. Has someone playing in that fucking game? Your boy Mike. Uh, <laughs> Let's go, Mike Williams. Mike Williams went off last week. Hell yeah! This is his year, baby. I was just four years too early. <laughs> Every year, this is his year, man. I swear. All right, cool. Uh, I think I had him what three years running for the fantasy league that we were in. Yeah. You know, fuck it. I'm gonna put him in my DFS team <laughs> just because. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm going to underdog, man. I'm going. I got the Panthers plus three and a half. Same same point spread for the uh, for the Cowboys and the Chargers. Yeah, my my other game is actually going to be a twelve o'clock game. It's going to be Rams Colts. Rams are favored three and a half. Colts are three and a half point. They're taking three and a half points and they're at home. Uh, Over under is forty eight and a half. I'm actually going to take the Rams on this one. So I'm taking the two favorites. Uh, be, the only reason is because the defense looked pretty good. The offense for the Rams, um, that that is, the offense for the Rams on um, deep balls looked pretty good, and the Colts' defense against deep balls last week looked terrible against the Seahawks. So I think that they're going to kind of game plan to bait them so that they can try to get those plays. Um, once Take again, Van, huh? Take a deep shot. Yeah, Van Jefferson and Robert Woods both got deep plays on us. I think they're going to cook something out for a Cooper Cup this week. Um, but I I think that's going to be a more competitive game. And the reason I say that is because the offensive tackle, Eric Fisher, is actually coming back for the Colts. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So even though he's coming back from, I think it was a Achilles tear or something, um, it's it's an upgrade from what they had at tackle. So I think that's just going to make the Colts better. Um, it, the Colts, like we said, that's a team that fucking came out flat against the Seahawks. The Seahawks were passing all over them. Yeah, and that was a team that everyone was expecting to more than likely either them or the Titans win the fucking AFC South, and they came out fucking through a dud. Carson Wentz played like himself in the Eagles, even though he's supposed to be the savior for the Colts. It's just fucking. I, I think this is going to be a, a very important game for the Colts, even though it's week two, because if you start zero and two, what's you know what are your chances of making it into the playoffs? Right. I mean, your only hope is that the your division keeps struggling, and kind of kind of keeps you in there. You, hey, know? So. you know, the Bears are tied for first place. You're damn right. You're Let's damn right go. <laughs> Play the goddamn song. So still got a shot. I still got a shot. Yeah, but the Colts. I saw someone say it, uh, say it on Sunday about the about the Colts on Twitter. They're like, they look like a team that hasn't practiced because their quarterback has been out the entire time. So, give them time to get back in the flow of things. Maybe Carson Wentz does turn it around and has a pretty decent year for the Colts. But I'd probably take the three and a half points uh, for the Colts for the Rams. No, I'll, I'd I'd lay the the three. the three and a half from the Rams. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. So I, I think that we're we're gonna make this into our whiskey pick segment. Did we only did we only miss the Packers game last week? I think so. Yeah, because Cleveland barely covered. Actually, I, I what was what was the over under for the uh, Packers Saints game? Because I think I also said something. Ooh, I, I don't know. I didn't take the I didn't take the bet, but I was like, it's probably gonna be a, a higher scoring game. But your, but your pick was the Packers, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, stats and info. I was trying to see if we can pull that up. The over under was forty nine, and what was the score? It was like thirty five to some. Thirty eight three. Damn, that would have been under. And I guess we both took I the uh, the Bears under two, right? The Bears Rams. Yeah, and that was one point over. Fuck. Depending when you got it. Fuck. Right. Yeah, so we both missed that. But those are official picks for this Sunday, then. Yeah, and what I would say is, I know we're talking about gambling a lot. I feel like. Um, because we're degenerates, yeah. But that—that's actually that's fair. It, it coincides with what the NFL is going towards, because they even had a Monday Night Football broadcast where it was literally only everyone was talking about the Manning, the Manning, the two Mannings, or whatever the fuck they called it, Manning Over Monday, Manning Monday, exactly. I, I I saw like the I didn't even tune into it because I was just like I saw um, on Twitter. That the first quarter, it just sucked ass. So I actually went over to the different one, which was the gambling slash analytics version of Monday Night Football. Yep. Uh, with your boy, Tyler. Tyler Foldrum. Shout out. And uh, <laughs> that was way better than any broadcast I've ever seen. <laughs> I agree, man. I agree. I, I, I checked out. To be fair, I don't know at what point I turned over to the Manning broadcast of it, but... It was just, it sounded like a Peyton Manning podcast because they were barely even talking about the game. Mm. And like, I, I tuned out. After, I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I want to watch the game. I want to know what's going on with this game. Right. And for them to make a comment here and there, and but just relate back to stories of like, hey, remember when I played you that one time, that one year? Like, ha, Ray, ha, ha, yeah. wasn't that great? It's like, I don't, this is two separate things. Yeah. Like, Ray, Ray Lewis came out and said that. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to watch the football game and listening. And these guys are just here talking about their their playing careers, which is great. Like I, I'd listen to that too. But if it was separate from. But the if game. it was a separate <laughs> entity and it was just a podcast posted somewhere else, I, I'd listen to that. But if I'm watching the game, like I want to 
hear what's going on in the game. So I just switched it back to the the regular broadcast until you told me about that betting broadcast. Like, did you check out the other one? And I went, flipped over it on the app. I saw my guy Tyler Foljam, and it was great. It was it was fucking it was awesome. fucking awesome. And, and honestly, this the reason I bring it up is the fact that last week we were like, hey, you know what? Sometimes it's better not to take a bet. Hey, sometimes it's more important when you take a bet as opposed to what you're betting on. Uh-huh. They talk about all that live, and they're giving you a heads up of what they think is going to happen, as well as live betting odds um, on the ticker underneath. So it's not only score, it's also little prop bets for different players, yeah, which is fucking cool because they had the, all the prop trackers for receiving yeah, every, for everything. Waller, catches, for, yeah. yards. My boy Mark Andrews, who fucking <laughs> <laughs> god damn it, a little let down. Um, but I, that I feel like that is going to be the next step for football, for NFL in particular, I should say, because they're embracing it. They're embracing the gambling. Yeah. Um, and with that, they're they're teaching the audience because. They don't give a fuck if you win or lose, let's be honest, it, on your bets. They don't profit anything off of that. But if you want to learn more, they're going to teach you off of that broadcast. Mm-hmm. They're telling you they're telling you what middling is. Like, I guarantee you, if you're talking to a fucking newbie, you have no idea what the fuck that means. Yeah, they don't know what a middle is. They don't know what a hook means. Right. Yeah, there, there's, a small, <laughs> there's that small terminology that comes from being a, a, degenerate. a degenerate gambler <laughs> and, yeah and it's stuff like covering your bets to be able to make sure that you're gonna win right shit like that right it's it, it that stuff that information is so valuable especially for nowadays that you can literally place a bet on your phone in two seconds yep as opposed to before most of the time everyone would say hey you're going to vegas can you put this bet on blah 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 you know bet for the socks bet for the cubs for me blah blah whatever it may be so this, I thought that fucking broadcast was awesome. Um, shout out to Mina Kimes, Dan Orlovsky as well. They mm-hmm. they fucking killed it. I know they're not listening to this. But. <laughs> oh, sure they are. Yeah. But um, but I, I think they did a great job. Dan Orlovsky was pretty cool because he did like a less abrasive version of Tony Romo. Because yeah. Tony Romo was like, I don't know about Jimmy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, Solid impression. <laughs> Spot on. And Dan Orlovsky is like, all right, he's looking at this. This is the reason he's doing this. And he mm-hmm. actually told Mina Kimes at one point to like, hey, be quiet. I'm trying to listen to what he's saying. I swear to God. And she's just like, she was like, oh, okay. And he was just like, I'm sorry. He said, he said something like uh, two zebra wide or something like that. Uh, Derek Carr. And he was just like, that means that they're going to actually audible. They're going to run the ball to the right. Fucking ran the ball to the right. Yeah, he, the Orlovsky was really good. I, I was watching that. When I was watching that, I saw him a lot of the time. They're like, oh, they're, they're in the base uh, cover two shell defense right now. The only things that are right now is probably an option up the middle. And like he was like calling out as they were lining up and he was yeah. seeing the defense. He was like, this is a play that would break it down. This is where the ball is more likely going to go. More likely going to go. Sure enough. It generally went that way. Yeah, and 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 in the first pretty half, impressive. Yeah, right? I was like, damn. I know we were kind of talking shit too about that Orlovsky. We we're like, but all that info, stunk. and you stunk. <laughs> you were stinky. <laughs> hey, you remember that safety, you idiot? <laughs> remember you ran out of the field <laughs> with the ball in your hand, stupid. But uh, uh, no, but you're right, man. That broadcast was great, and I I get it. Like, there aren't people that aren't degenerate gamblers like this, or they just want to watch the football game for what it was. 
And you, some people, they really like the, the, the Manning broadcast. Maybe I didn't right. give it enough of a chance. But I don't know. To me, and, to me, it just wasn't for me. Like, I, if I'm here yeah. to watch Monday Night Football, I'll, I care about this game happening right now. Not just because I got a bet on it or I got some fantasy players going in it. But, like, if I watch a game, I want to hear the people calling the game to tell me about the game. Exactly. Not about their playing. Something that I don't know. Exactly. And, and I would say the Manning broadcast is catered more towards, like, newbie fans um, <laughs> of football period because they're talking more about stories. Like, yeah. Ray Lewis even brought up a portion of it where he played Eli Manning, I think, the first, like, three, four years that he was in the league, and Eli Manning was trying to call out the Mike linebacker, um, which I already lost some people, but... (laughs) Middle linebacker. He was just... He was trying to call out the middle linebacker, the Mike linebacker, and... You guys remember Erlacher, right? That guy. Kind of, yeah, because in in certain plays, he's not the middle linebacker because he's technically covering someone, whatever, maybe. Yeah, they were... Um, but he's trying to call out the the Mike linebacker, and Mike is like, 52 is the Mike, and then Ray Lewis literally shouted over the line. He's like, I'm not the Mike, Eli. And, <laughs> and then Eli's like, Ray's not the Mike. He's like, 49 is the Mike. <laughs> See, that'd be a great a great story to hear. On a podcast. On a podcast. Yeah. I could just turn it on, and Eli had a po- Eli and, and Ben and uh, Payton had a podcast. And, and meanwhile, special fucking guest Ray Lewis. Darren Waller is getting a 20-yard catch, and he's just like... <laughs> You remember that time I tricked you? No, like, oh, Darren Waller. Oh, that boy, good. But remember this story? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. That's why I, I was. And I, I lean more to, over to the uh, the analytics and gambling broadcast. If I were to pick one of the alternate broadcasts, I'd go to that one. And, and if you're a newbie in NFL betting, that's going to help you out a ton. Yeah, and they they give you the thought process behind it as well. They're not just spouting out words that you're not going to understand so they'll they'll say middling is where you have the under here and the over here and you end up kind of hedging your bed and blah, blah blah you once again using words that some people may not understand but they're telling you why they're trying to bet like that why they wouldn't take a bet which is an important thing don't bet on every game don't be an idiot unless true <laughs> don't be an idiot and like Try to fucking solve every puzzle in the world when it comes to NFL football every week. There's there's a few certain games that you feel strongly about. Just gravitate to those those games. If you think Daniel Jones is going to get more than one and a half to passing touchdowns, fucking bet it. Mm-hmm. If like for example, I th- like today we're recording on a Thursday. Um. I thought he was going to have more than 23 and a half yards rushing. He had 23 yards rushing in the first drive. In his first drive of the series, yeah. And I'm just like, I he's going to be running for his life. He's probably going to get this yeah. amount of yardage. So just, just just bet on stuff that you you actually think is going to win. Don't just bet to bet for betting's sake. How'd you do on your bets this uh this I don't want to talk about Sunday? it. No. <laughs> I, I had all my money on the Packers. I did okay. Um I would say the one that fucked me was actually the Bears Rams under. Um, I had that in a couple of uh, parlays, mm-hmm. but the Forty ers winning uh, by points. I took the Buccaneers winning money line, and I think like the what was the other game I fucking put on there, and that was like my big money bet. So I, I kind of diversify. I know most most of the time people bo- go by units. Like I'm going to bet fifty dollars on every bet on every bet or whatever yeah. maybe. I just kind of go based off of like likelihood. Like hey, 
I'm just going to put 10 bucks on this game, whatever. It, it's harder to kind of see wh- how much you actually won at the end of the year, but for me, it's a yeah, hard dollar cap that, that matters, you know, at the end of the day. But I had 49ers, 7.5 earlier in the week. I had Bucks money line, and I had Browns, 5.5. Oh, and Broncos <laughs> over the Giants. Your hype train there. Yeah. I hit my first parlay of the year, which is always nice. Four-game noon. Four-game, four-leg noon game parlay. Which is always dangerous, like we said last week. It's always dangerous, but you never want to bet like a full unit price right. on parlays because they're generally not going to hit. Teasers, you can up it a bit because you're... Right. Even I lost a, a teaser too. <laughs> that was a helmet. The teaser is kind of fun to make. So you, you throw in a bunch of teams in there. You're like, yeah, whatever. I'll I'll put throw college a, football I'll on throw, that bitch. <laughs> Ten bucks on this. It's fine. Yeah, I did a hit a a, a four teamer. Had the Texans money line over the Jaguars, the Steelers money line over the Bills, Panthers money line, and Forty uh, Nineers money line. Which is, I just I threw it in just to give me another one. But really, that one. I also took the Steelers plus six and a half on a separate one. Uh, these are all now just individual bets. I took the Steelers plus six and a half, Panthers minus four, Cowboys plus nine and a half. Surprised that line moved that much, to be honest. The Cowboys one? Yeah. I think we were talking about it. It went from six and a half to nine and a half, basically. But the, yeah. day, the day of, it went from like seven and a half to nine and a half. Yeah, that morning when I checked, it was, it was nine and a half. And I even I even texted our, our friend Sam Panionovich. Shout out to him. Working over at Neeson in Boston. Chicken dinner. Chicken dinner podcast. Check it out. Uh, I texted him. I was like, what's going on? Is there some other news that I missed? Like, why did it move to, to nine and a half? Is it just like a bunch of public money? And he's like, yeah, pretty much. It's all the, everyone's excited and ramped up for the week one. And, you know, Super Bowl Tom champions. Brady. People hate the Cowboys if they're not in fucking Dallas. So, right. So that's why I, I kind of jumped a little. I saw a nine and a half. I was like, I, I, I got to take this. And most of the time when it comes to those spreads, it's kind of counterintuitive. But when there's a large public push, you usually want to fade it. It's just because most people are stupid. And uh, like myself included, <laughs> where I said seven and a half or six and a half. And I was like, oh, take it. Blah, blah, blah. And Vegas bucks. This is the reason why Vegas is Vegas. That's why the lights are so bright over there, baby. Exactly. I will give you my losing place. I feel like not enough people do that. Are honest? Or honest about what they lost. You mean you didn't win everything? No. I just gave you my winners, and uh, that was a mistake. That's another thing. Every freaking person that says that they know how to gamble and win every time, and when I go to the casino, I have a set thing that I'm going to do. And I have a system. And System is the key word, typically, but... <laughs> um, Every time I gamble, this is what I do, and I fucking win all the time. Mm-hmm. They're fucking liars. <laughs> yeah, generally, yes, they're they're liars. Um, I think the just the average, if you're betting favorites as well, you just have to win fifty six and a half percent of the time, and then you end up getting money. Oh yeah, um, which is good though. <laughs> yes, yes, that means you are in the green. You yeah. are profitable. The thing is too, like we're just we're just casual gamble. We gamble a lot, but we're 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 gambling like. We're not for doing fun. Huge, yeah. Like, but we're not doing it to fucking pay our bills. And we're not doing huge units either. We're not no. doing like a huge dollar amount. No, 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 exactly. I but. think I think like the biggest bet I've made was like the fucking Astros to make the World Series. And yeah. it was just it was continuous bets that about the year. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it just ended up accumulating where I was just like, Yeah, I have like two thousand five hundred dollars on this. Uh, <laughs> oh, God damn. But it, do you want me to bleep out that dollar amount for you? Nah, it doesn't matter. Okay, I just don't know what you're comfortable with there. Be, because 
and once again, the lines move. You <laughs> like fucking do like especially in baseball. Like you lose three games or someone gets hurt, and everyone's like, "Oh dear God, their odds are ruined." <laughs> like it's like chill, man. They're just going on the ten day like, DL. They'll be back. It's July. <laughs> like who cares? Exactly. Like how, how did you drop like a hundred dollars in? In one fucking day. Yeah. Because Carlos Correa is in a fucking DL stint for 10 days. <laughs> like, who gives a fuck? So I, that's why I would always be like, in my brain, it's like, anytime they'd be plus, I think, and I think I told myself, anytime that I see them over 350 or plus 400 or something like that, just to make it into the World Series, I was like, yeah. I'm just going to throw some money on it. So I was just like, $50 here, $100 here, whatever. And I was just like, I got how much on this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a long, it's a long baseball season, so yeah, you, you had a lot of days to think about. Exactly. That. You're just like, oh, I guess, I guess I gotta throw some more on it. I did lose my uh, Washington football team pick from week one. Kind of a tough situation there because Ryan Fitzpatrick gets hurt, has a weird kind of dislocation slash strain with his hip. Took him out of the game. Tyler Heineke in at quarterback, and that's why he's starting uh, tonight against the Giants. But so I lost that one. Lost the Chiefs minus five. I thought they were gonna come out and wax the Browns, but uh, credit to them. They stayed in that. They led most of that game, and for some odd reason, I still had a confidence that the Chiefs were going to were gonna cover that, so uh, lost that one. And then just a couple, uh, I had a couple props. I talked about it earlier, the Andy Dalton passing prop. I, I cook up a bunch of parlays, but like I said, those, those don't really hit, and they're not really for a dollar amount that are typical with where I play my normal bets, so I lost a good handful of small dollar parlays, but again, I just make those for fun because when they hit, it's great. And when you lose, fuck it, you lost five bucks here and there. So whatever. Oh, with the props too. Yeah, I lost that Andy Dalton prop, but I also won the Allison. Allison. I also won the Allen Robinson receptions prop on there. Another one that I did lose though was the Ravens and Raiders over under. <sighs> True. I took the under at fifty and a half, and it looked good for three quarters. That's the best bad beat ever. <laughs> it wasn't bad. Like at the end of the day, if I'm gonna lose a bet, I think we I think we talked about this even before the season started. If you're gonna yeah. lose a bet, fuck it. At least it was entertaining. Hopefully, yeah, when you lose exactly. a bet, not a bet because bad beats always like they suck because you're just mad that you were that close to winning. But at the end of the day, they went so far above the over under because it was a good game and they just fucking went. That game all of a sudden went fucking bonkers. The last fucking ten minutes of it. Yeah, they just got drunk because they're in Vegas. Yeah, that's when the booze kicked in. <laughs> Everyone was sloppy, fumbling the ball, touchdowns to tie it. Fucking Derek Hart leading, driving him back to uh, with fucking like seconds on the clock. They got the ball back with like what? I think fucking like a minute, minute. a little yeah. less than a minute, like, probably. I think it was like a minute eight seconds that when the kickoff happened. Yeah, and everyone's like, "All right, that's game, right? Fuck it, Ravens got this." Drove it down the field. Derek Hart drove him down. Field goal to tie. Yeah, that was just, tie? it. Was just dumb defense. It was it was it was a weird was finish to, to that game. I remember tweeting it at this point. They're like, you know what? With all this craziness, I hope this game ends, ends in a tie. Because <laughs> it would have been a, 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 a weirdly. I, I think you. I think you put that on Twitter when the Raiders thought that they scored a touchdown in overtime. They thought the game was over. They called it back, and then two plays later, Derek Carr throws a pick. Throws a pick. Yep. Where it hits a player on the helmet, <laughs> and ricochets <laughs> to his teammate, but. You were bringing up the parlays a little bit earlier. Yep. I, I would say, I I did say earlier the fact that you don't want to bet on every game. But if you want to throw like a little bit of cash on something that's going to be like a fucking huge 
plus 1300 or 13,000 plus fucking 10,000, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. It's worth it. Like just fucking throw it in there, but be smart about it. Don't, don't do some shit where you're like, all right, I have this fucking, I have every quarterback in this game with over touchdowns, but I have the under in the game. Mm-hmm. Just because it's counterintuitive, it's probably not going to happen like that, right? So think about the picks that you do. I think last year, even I ended up hitting two of those picks, where I just did like a twelve fucking leg uh, money line, and I put like twenty five bucks, and I won like a, a few thousand off of it. <laughs> I, I think one of them was on my birthday weekend too. Yeah, that's when we yeah, went. To, we were waiting for the Raiders to uh, Raiders. I think that was the last Raiders game. Saints. Yep, and I. I had the Saints winning, but I was just like, fuck it, I'm a hedge. Mm-hmm. And I ended up winning. Mm-hmm. And then it, later on in the year, I had one, I think it was in November, where I was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to put this 12-legger. <laughs> <laughs> For like 25 bucks, like who cares? I ended up hitting, and it was like a few thousand bucks. And it's like, all right, cool. Might might as well. There there are times where you're just like, fuck it, like who cares? And honestly, mo- most of the time I'm cooking up parlays, they are fucking moments. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's be honest, like... You're putting stuff together. You're you're making different combinations, you're and then like, you look at the overall your pay slip, your bet slip, and you're just like, uh, let me take a couple of these games out, like because now I think it's more realistic if I exactly. take these games out. <laughs> That's how you end up playing like, you know, five six parlays, and you're just like, and again for a low a, an amount that you're comfortable, but I would like even go lower just so when they lose, which they probably are going to lose, you know, whatever. But at least you took a shot, and sometimes everyone's going to tell you also that parlays are are sucker bets. They are. Which they are, eight like so. The, I think the saying was eight like parlays don't build a bankroll; they build Vegas. Gambling's hard. Although if you uh, parlay the Panthers money line and the Cowboys money line, or plus five eighty nine, I'm just saying, like throw it out there. Like Two hundred dollars plus money on DraftKings. You can bet up to week seventeen or eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna parlay the season. It's, it's a future, but <laughs> I think it's time for whiskey picks. No. Whiskey picks. We gave our picks earlier for the two games to watch. Yeah, so my two are going to be the Rams minus three and a half favorites against the Colts at home. And then it's going to be the 49ers. Or sorry, the Rams are away, but Colts are at home. Said that wrong. And then the 49ers are away. I'm going to take the minus three against the Eagles. Not parlayed. Separate bets. Yeah, these are separate bets. Unless you want to make them. Unless you have trust. Unless Fuck it. You have some faith in us. You want to <laughs> run it. Run low-level parlays. Fuck it. Put a dollar. <laughs> and my two picks talked about earlier. Give me the Panthers at home plus three and a half against the Saints. Also, give me the Cowboys plus three and a half on the road against the Chargers. What are you going to do for the Bears? What's going to be your pick? Final pick for the Bears. The Bears are at home. They're a two-point favorite. I... It it sucks that that's a, a difficult um, choice to make, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bengals plus two. I'm gonna I'm just gonna go Bengals money line if it's that close. Yeah, I I I normally do that too if it's like a one and a half point spread or something like that. If it's that close, but I want to leave some wiggle room. I get you. You know, I understand. I'm, I, There's a reason they're giving you the points. And... Also, when I see lines, uh, oh, there's a window until how I put some of my parlays. Whenever the lines are that close, I generally make a money line pick with the underdog winning true same. You know what i'm saying so in case they hit whatever like bam you get better odds right or better payout i should say exactly and, and it all works out if you're doing low amounts when it comes to your parlays that's the smart way to do it because if it's that close 
mm-hmm. then it means it's kind of a 50-50. Right. Because if the Bengals were at home, they'd probably be the favorites. Correct. They'd actually be four and a half point favorites if my or four point favorites if my math is correct. Because you would typically get the three. You get the three. The Bears are less than three. They're two point favorites. So you add that one point to the Bengals. Do you get me? Yeah. <laughs> you just got you it's got cross eyes. Because I'm I'm staring at the number as you're talking while I'm trying to do my math, hearing your math. So my brain kind of gets scrambled a bit. Yeah, I get you. But but I trust you. so so that's another thing if you're at home you hypothetically get three points that's usually the baseline number for that yeah yeah so if if you're only getting three then that means that the other team would be a fucking favorite at their at their house you know right and that wraps up this episode of yap chicago again don't forget to visit tribecoffeeco.com use promo code yap shy for 10 percent off of your order Follow, again, follow us on Twitter at YapChicago underscore or on Instagram at YapChicago. 312-985-6006 is the number to call us and leave us a message. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at EP773 underscore. You can follow me at Twitter at Lees922 and on Instagram at EliselCorradJR. So for Lees, I'm Edgar. This is Yap Chicago. Happy gambling.